Welcome to the Women Empower podcast, where women entrepreneurs share their stories, struggles, and accomplishments. We are here to listen to women in all walks of life, from starting a business to running million-dollar companies, from personal to business, and everything in between. Let's get started. Here's your host, Brie Logue. Hey everyone, I'm Brie Logue and this is the Women in Power podcast. So today we're going to flip the script and my friend Tina Evans is going to be interviewing me. So I'm just going to kind of let her take it away. Um, yeah, let's do it. <laughs> this is awesome. Yes, as a uh, former guest on your podcast, I'm super excited to be back, but I'm the interviewer and you're the interviewee. So are you ready? <laughs> I'm ready. I'm, it's going to be fun. I'm excited. Good. Okay. Well, let's start with the introduction. Um, so Bree Logue is a realtor with EXP Realty in San Antonio, the dispositions leader at We Buy Sad Houses, a company that she owns with her husband, and she owns a digital marketing company called Ivory Media. She's a podcast host for the Women Empire podcast, helping women share their stories Brie loves dogs, hiking, and can be found with her nose in a book. She's originally from Southern Maine, but moved to Texas three years ago to get into real estate. So when I read that and I hear that, you own two businesses and you're a realtor. So what are you currently doing? And I'm going to let you choose like which which way you want to take that question. <laughs> so I'm currently doing all three. Um, so I started Ivory five years ago, um, Ivory Media. So that's my digital marketing company. I do websites and social media management for women-owned businesses. Um, so I still do that, but that's more of a part-time thing for me. I don't really do that full-time anymore. Um, and then I do We Buy Said Houses is my primary focus right now with my husband. So I do dispositions there. Um, so we buy houses at a discount and I help sell them to other investors. And then I'm a real estate agent, which is kind of just for fun. <laughs> it sounds like all three of those might be fun. They're fun. I like them all. Yeah. <laughs> so... What, how did you become an entrepreneur? And and I know you said how long ago you've started those businesses, but but what led you to all of those different ventures? Yeah. So I actually started in retail. I was a store manager um, at Brookstone, managing a few different locations back in New Hampshire and Maine. Um, so I love doing that. I love building teams there. And then they closed down all of my stores, um, you know, retail can be hard. So I was like, Oh, what am I going to do? I am still young. I can do whatever I want. So <laughs> I was like, I'm going to dive into social media, um, and do social media management, which is what I started with originally. Um, so I went to a bunch of networking events and I met a bunch of amazing women. And I was like, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to do social media management for women in businesses. And it's kind of dove right into that. Um, yeah, I always say it's funny because, uh, for a while, I was like, oh, I can do whatever I want because my husband has a, or he, my boyfriend at the time had like a state, he started his own company like two years beforehand, you know, and it was like, we had stable income. So like, it was okay for me to take some time off and I got some severance pay. So I was like, I can figure it out. 
Um, and then I think three months into me starting that business, he decided that he wanted to sell his company and didn't want to work there anymore. Um, and just sold it to his partner for like not really any profit, which is funny. Um, so, so that was very scary. <laughs> but then we pivoted, um, and did, so I just got my real estate license last year, actually. So this whole real estate venture is very new for me, but it's something I've always wanted to get into. Um, so yeah, I was like, I'm just getting my real estate license and I want to be a real estate investor. So I figured that was a good place to start. Uh, and it was, I love having my real estate license and it's been fun being able to help families um, and people find the house that they're looking for and sell their house to move to other places. Um, but I really love the investing side and that's where the We Buy Sad Houses kind of came from. We decided that we are going to help other investors buy properties as well. So we keep some for ourselves and then we sell others. Okay. So is, does your, uh, does your husband also do other things or is he strictly with We Buy Sad Houses? He has a consulting business too, but okay. um, he's kind of put down the back burner now as well. This is our main focus and this is what we probably in the next um, year or two, I'd like this to be our hundred percent full-time business and kind of let the other ones fall to the sidelines. Okay. So between the two of you, it sounds like you are very, very busy. <laughs> We have lots going on, yes. Yeah. So at the time, your your boyfriend, but then of course now husband. So he sounded very entrepreneurial. Is entrepreneurship something that you always knew you wanted to do, or was it something that you just fell into? So something that I think was always in my heart. I always wanted to work for myself. Um, I don't think entrepreneurship was something that I even really knew what that was. I think. I originally started in retail because, you know, I was like, I'm like six, 15 years old. I need to get a job. And I kind of worked my way up that ladder until I had my own stores. And that was really great. I loved working um, in kind of corporate America. But I think I always knew that I was meant to do something different and something more. Um, and I just knew that wasn't really the path for me. I have always been very independent. And I think that was something that really helped me in that career path. Um, I never did well with my bosses who wanted to, you know, tell me what to do constantly. I was always like better when people are yep. like, oh, here's what you need to do. You can do it your own way. And that's when I had the best relationship with them. I think I, that's how I found my management style too. I'm definitely more like, I can just tell somebody like, this is what needs to get done. Like you figure it out from there. And I think that's something I always loved. So, but yeah, I don't know if entrepreneurship was like really a word. I didn't know any entrepreneurs or anybody that had their own businesses. My mom always worked, um, two full-time jobs ever since my dad passed when I was a kid. So she was always working and my mom's a really hard worker. So I think that always rubbed off on me, but yeah, I don't know. It's a hard question. <laughs> so you wouldn't say that you had any kind of role model when it came to entrepreneurship then? Not really. No. Yeah. <laughs> just like, Oh, I just, you know, my husband was like, Oh, he, he did it. But I was like, I don't know if I can do it. So he had to push me a lot to be like, no, you can do this yourself. And I was like, I don't know. It sounds really scary and I don't know if I can do it. But thankfully he was uh, definitely there to help me and push me along. We all need those people to both challenge us to what, to do what they think, you know, we can do, we can do better, but we also need support too. So, um, I'm going to assume that along the way there were some struggles. Um, so what has been your biggest struggle getting your business up and running? 
me, I think it's always been consistency. I'm definitely the kind of person that's like, oh, I'm going to do this. And then wait, I'm going to do this over here. Oh, and I'm also want to do this. So as you can tell, like I have three different things at all times. And, um, you know, like, oh, we're trying to start a CRM thing too. That kind of goes with everything. But like, I think being dialed in on one thing, I think is something I've always struggled with and I'm still struggling with. (laughs) But I think if I definitely was like, I'm just going to do, you know, websites right from the beginning, I think that would have really helped me grow my business faster. Um, Because especially when I started, I was like, I'm going to do social media management. I'm going to do websites. I'm going to help people with their SEO. I'm going to do logo design. And I think I took on too many things at once and I was not an expert in any of them. which resulted in, you know, me struggling to keep my, some of my clients in the beginning too, but picking one thing and sticking to it. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, I definitely can resonate with, with everything you just said there because I, I want to do it all. And sometimes we end up not doing anything. Exactly. Right. Um, <laughs> so, so what would you say, how, how have you been able to either overcome that struggle or what do you do to manage it? Because it, you you said it's like something that you still have to work on being consistent. So what have you done to, to be consistent? Because I would love to know and glean information on, on how to do that. So I think, um, so I did 75 hard this year and I think that was something that really helped me be consistent in all areas of my life. So it's like a fitness program, um, but you also have to do like when you get further along in the program, they kind of add more things like phase one adds the power list and it adds, um, visualization. So I think actually doing that whole program and also like proving myself, I can do the hard things, but more so just like I have to do these or I have to start over. And I think that really helped me like actually be like, oh, I can do all these things and be consistent. Um, I can take care of my body and I can do the work and I can do all the stuff and still have time for me. I think that was a big thing. I think it's a hard thing with all entrepreneurs in general. I think we just struggle with our time management. And I think that really helped me kind of be like, oh, I'm going to do this program and I'm dedicated to finishing it. 75 days of two 45 minute workouts, you know, and like drinking a gallon of water every day. I think that really helped me with my consistency and definitely helps me. I still do the power list every day. And I think that's what really like pushes me like, oh, I can do, if I can only do these three to five things every day, um, then I can take a break. <laughs> Brie, congratulations. That is, that is a big deal. And that's worth celebrating. I mean, when hard is in the title, you know, it's going to be hard. So that, that is not the answer I was looking for on how (laughs) I could be more consistent, but, um, I'll think about it. (laughs) It's a great program. I love it. I just uh, finished all three phases, like a whole year long program. If you really want to like dedicate and do it. Um, I did 75 hard first three years ago, and then I just this year finished all three phases because you have to do it one calendar year. Um, so I've done 75 hard, I think three times now. Wow. Yeah. But it always helps me. I always feel amazing after and it like helps me in all areas of my life. Whenever I always think back, I'm like, oh, why am I not doing what I'm supposed to do? I'm like, oh, when was I in the best shape? When was my business making the most money? Like when was I doing the best? And it's like, oh, that's when, when I was being consistent in all areas of my life. (laughs) I think that's, that's the golden nugget right there is being consistent in all areas. Um, I love that. Thank seriously, I celebrate you. That is that Thank is you. really fabulous. 
Well, so we all know if, if you're listening to this podcast, you're probably an entrepreneur. So we all know that there's ups, really big ups, really big things to celebrate, but we also have some down days. So I would love to know how, how do you manage how do you, the bad days? Yes. So I definitely have bad days. Um, I'm definitely very up or very down, I feel like. And um, so let's see, this is last week, actually, I was having me and my husband have both been like, oh, kind of down lately. And I don't know why, just I don't know if the weather changed or just like I haven't been really super consistent in what I need to be consistent in. Um, so I finished phase three and then I was like, oh, I'm going to take a couple weeks off. And I definitely just like kind of fell into like the slump of, you know, not really doing everything that I needed to do. Um, so to reset, we decided to take a random trip to the beach and what I'm trying to say here is get outside. Anytime that I'm feeling down, I need to get outside and, um, ground my feet in the dirt, <laughs> go out to see the ocean. Um, we live three hours from the beach, which kind of honestly is one of the biggest downfalls, I think, to where I live. Um, cause I'm used to, you know, back in New Hampshire, Maine, it was only like 15, 20 minutes away. And I, that's one of the things I miss the most is being able to go at any time to stick my feet in the sand. Um, but that's something that's always helped me. If I'm having a really bad day or I'm feeling really down, I'll go lay in my hammock out in my backyard um, for like 20 minutes to a half hour. Just lay in the sun. Um, or even if it's a rainy day, I'll sit on the back porch and read a book. But anything to get me outside and to get my body moving a lot too will always help. So it's not it's not necessarily even just physical action. It's also like a, a brain break. Too. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Right. We have to get out of that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Remove ourselves from whatever is causing us to be down or in a in a bad slump. Like you know, even just going to a different place, which is your back back porch, or reading a book, it takes your mind someplace else. So. Yeah, trying not to think really about good. it. You know, this, that's always the hardest part. It's like, oh, I can get very stressed about things. And I notice that if I feel really anxious, it's usually because I'm making up a scenario that's not actually happening. Like 90% of the time, like, oh, like I remember when I first started my business, I'd be like super anxious. Like, oh my God, my client never called me back. Like she hates me now. We're never going to, she's never going to do business again. And it's like, she called me back like four hours later and I just stressed out for the entire four hours. Like, oh my God, I'm going to lose this client. And it's like, you know, how am I going to pay my bills this month? <laughs> and it's just like, if I just relaxed and just like was patient, I would have been fine. But said that I like made up this whole huge scenario in my mind about how I'm going to lose this client and everything's going to be, the world's going to be over. Um, so if I feel really anxious, I do remind myself now that I know that things are never quite as bad as they seem. And... <laughs> that I have to like think about like, is this a real scenario that I'm talking about or I'm like, I'm worried about, or is this something that I just made up and isn't actually a real thing? Can I control the situation or can I just let it go? I think that's really good. Um, yeah, we make up other people's stories and most of the time, I would say for myself, they're not true. Exactly right. They're not. <laughs> they end up being completely false. And yes, we we worry ourselves for for no reason. Um. So those are some good tips. I'm wondering if you have any more tips to share for um, women who want who just want to get started. What would you say to someone who just wants to get get started in entrepreneurship? Of course. Well, obviously just do it and just go for it. Um, 
I don't think you have to go for it all at once and just quit your job and, you know, dive in. I think you can do little steps at a time. Um, I also don't think I work with a lot of woman owned businesses who are just getting started. And a lot of times they will be so stuck on the details, like on their website and on their logo that needs to be perfect before they can start. Um, I would say don't worry about all those little things like get your social media up there. Yes, you need a logo. Yes, but like you're going to evolve. Your brand's going to change and evolve as you grow. So I wouldn't be stuck in all those little details. Um, I also think that was a big thing for me too. Like the first three months of my business, I was like, oh, I need to like figure out how to, you know, make this website. I need to figure out like what I want for a logo. And like all those little things really don't matter as much as we think it does. Just find your client, just find the first person and work from there. And all that's coming from a owner of a digital right. media <laughs> firm too. <laughs> exactly. Like <come> on. <laughs> the truth. Okay. Any, any other tips before we wrap up with one of my favorite questions? <laughs> all right. Um, yes. One last tip I'll do cool. boundaries. I think we as women, struggle with this a lot. So when I first started too, I would always be like, oh, you can call me anytime, any day. Like I will always answer for you. I am here for you. And yes, while that is really great and that is something that small businesses, you know, I feel like we always want to be there for everybody. And that is what gives us the personal touch. You do not have to be on all the time. Um, it took me a long time to realize that like I set my hours now. I'm only in the office from 10 to four. And if it's outside those hours, like I always say, I'm going to give you like a three hour delay of response. And if it's after 9 PM, like I just won't respond until the next morning. Like, especially if you have family, which I do not, I just knew my husband, and my dogs. But like, if you have kids, like you really need to make sure that's a priority, I would assume. Like, I feel like I know so many people that are just like, oh, but I have to take this call right now. It's like so important. Like nothing is more important than your own <laughs> mental health and, you know, spending quality time with your family. I think that's important. Yeah, to set those boundaries early as a new entrepreneur. Cause yeah, once you start down that road, it's really hard to stop and go down a different and change when other people have those expectations of you. And now you, you've shut them down at nine o'clock at night because you're not going to answer your phone. Um, yes. Yes. Start, start that early. I, I think that's really important. Thank you for sharing that. Brie, what is your <laughs> favorite book? And this is what I'm so excited about because I love adding to my library. I am a huge reader. Um, so I'm going to give you two. What I think every woman should read is called The Gift of Fear by, I think it's T something Becker with his last name. It's right in front of me, but I can't see it. Um, yeah, it's called The Gift of Fear, and it's about trusting your instincts. And I think that is just such an amazing book. It has so many awful graphic things because he's like an investigator for that. He was an investigator for the FBI. But it kind of goes into like why you have your fear response. Um, so that's one of my favorite books. Mm -hmm. And I always just women read it because a lot of that book is about um, 
you know, like people like strangers coming up and like people, you know, getting these awful situations because they didn't trust their gut. And it's like, this is such a really cool example about why your body has these, if you're into psychology books, like why your body has the fear response and why you should trust your gut and all things. Ooh, that's good. I'm writing that down. Thank you. Really that one. one. Okay. And then one <laughs> you think I had two books? I had two ones. I have one okay. more. It's called The Compound Effect by, what's the name? Darren Hardy. It's called The Compound Effect, Jumpstart Your Income, Your Life, and Your Success. It really is just saying how you start with one thing and then you add on things. Um, kind of like habits too. But that one's a really fun one. A super short read too or audio book if you listen to audio. Awesome. Those are those sound like really good ones. I have not read either one of those. So adding that to my list. <laughs> yeah, they're great ones. I love them both. Ray, this was super fun to to interview you today. And so thank you for sharing your story. Well, thank you for reaching out to me. I never even thought this was going to be an option. And it's super cool to be able to do this with you. I agree. This was fun. It was super fun. Well, thank you. Thank you, Bree. Thank you for listening to the Women in Power podcast. Please hit the subscribe and like button to see more episodes. New episodes air every Wednesday morning. So please join our Facebook group, Women in Power, for the latest updates and news about our podcast. 